All right, so let's just get this straight, okay? We've debated it before. We'll debate. We'll never debate it again. I will introduce the show after you've introduced the show. All right, that's okay. So I'm not going to now go, ladies and gentlemen, on the cheap show theme yeah. two, and I'll say, welcome to cheap show, the comic. I'm not going to yeah, do that because no. you do it at the front. Yes, fair enough. Get it all out. Start the show. All right, yes. here we go. Hello, welcome to cheap show, everybody. My name's Eli Silverman. It's the Economy Comedy Podcast for your ears. Here's Paul Gannon. And he's here as well. Hello, I'm Paul Gannon. Welcome to Cheap Show. I play the tune. I hate you and your fucking noodle posse. People love noodles, right? It's a fact of Cheap Show. You're going to have to fucking accept. Noodle time. How's the pick going? The price of shite. This is Paul Gannon saying hello. Eli Silver. Welcome to Team Show. I'm not going on nuzzle. I'm Paul Gannon. This is your comedy, comedy podcast, Cheap Show. No, don't. We go through the bargain bins, no. the power lands, the thrift shops of Great Britain, and we deliver content to your ears. There I'm are Paul no. Gannon. There and are that's no. Eli Silverman. <laughs> I did it. There are no thrift shops in Britain. No, there's not. I just, I, I need to solid, consolidate what I need to say. Jumble pa- sales? No. Bazaars? No. Jumbles? That would have give it a ring. Give it a Victorian esque ring. Power lands and boot sales of Britain. Good. Yeah? Yeah. And other things as well. Just, just, but that's a catch. Jumble sales. Yeah. So if you never hear the podcast before, you might be in for a shock. It's primarily about. Would living. you eat jam from a jumble sale? Jam? Yeah. No. They do sell jam in jumbel sales. Jumbel sales. <laughs> <laughs> is that a special kind of sale? Yes. Yeah. It's where they sell jumbels. Is it homemade jam, or is it just jam bought off the shelf? It's and homemade. Oh, I don't know if I trust it. If was it a farmers market? Yeah, I might but pick up what, some farmers jam. market jumble sale. It's it all the same, like, isn't it? But if it was like. Uncle Grumbly's special magic jam in a store. That's great jam. Have it's you ever not, had Uncle Grumbly's? It's very, it's suspicious jam. It has very, it's lumpy, I'll give it that. Yeah, I know. It's, it's jam. a bit gritty. Yeah, it's lumpy and gritty and it has salty. all, it's got all wobbly bits as well. I don't think well. it's jam. What do you think it is? I don't know. Do you think it's like pork? Hello. Welcome to oh, Uncle. Oh no, character. Welcome to, here we go. Welcome to Uncle Grumbly's Jam house oh hello uncle grumbly um i'm here from cheap show and i just wanted to know all of our listeners are very desperate to know yeah what is in uncle grumbly's jam well come with me and i'll show you how i'm here in the, in the hall away of your well, house come now. to my grumbly kitchen all right is it through here i'm walking it's quite humid in here yeah i like to keep a sweat on I find being sweaty it's quite really damp, really, isn't it? Damp and sweaty really kind of keeps the jam uh, special. Uh, what is that odor? There's a distinct odor in here it's, as well. It's unwashed arse cracks. It's 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 the smell of an unwashed bum. <laughs> <laughs> okay, and it adds uh, a little bit of a. And soup what we I'm dying to know yeah. is where's the special pot that you make a jam in? Well, I make it in a pot in the bathroom. 
Well, You've this got, is the kitchen. I know. I just prepare my ingredients, but I take it to the pot, which is in Mr. Uncle Grumbly's toilet. I mix it all is round upstairs? There. Yeah, you've got a cup. Right, here uh, we go. You're in my toilet. It's much drier up here on the first floor. Yeah, well, you, you've got to. You've got to Why keep have you it got dry. To? For, for situations that you can't plan for. Now, are you going to show us what goes into Uncle Grumbly's jam or not? Yeah, here we I'm go. losing patience with you. <laughs> yeah, I'm not even sure you're Uncle Grumbly. I'm Uncle you might Grumbly. be an imposter. Let me... Imposter. Let- <laughs> <laughs> Here we go. The first ingredient Imposter. Is, is in, that I'm going to put in my special pot for is. this. It seems to be a poo and a duck. That's my first ingredient. You've shat in a pot. <laughs> <laughs> Mr. Grumbly. And you're telling me you sell this as jam. I mixed all the ingredients What about in the my fruity belly. bits? Oh, here we go. <laughs> I think I've had enough of this, Uncle Grumbly. So, would you like a fresh scoop of. No, I don't. Mr. No, Grumbly's I don't. <laughs> I don't. <laughs> I don't want any. It goes nice oh. on celery. Oh, really? You can scoop me well, celery. I am. I'm it. making myself sick doing this. <laughs> That's it. He's made himself gag. With Mr. His Grumbly own... eats all the ingredients in his belly. All right, and he makes it all go he shits in, it into in his a jar. And then is he... that what? That's what. Yeah, that's that's. There what is, is an eternal. That's the joke. There's an that's eternity. the end point of this sketch. Was it, Mr. Grumbly? <laughs> So let me get this straight, Paul. <laughs> We've just done a five-minute improvisation. <laughs> <laughs> and it went exactly where everyone knew. <laughs> I mean, there was no pullback and reveal there, was there? Fuck. That had no tension. We all know it was an old man <laughs> shitting in a jar. <laughs> He's lost it. I think we lost Paul. Paul, what have we got? I'm desperate for gags. I know. Wow. Desperate. I'm very sorry, ladies and gentlemen, but that's the show. Shall we uh, just get on, with, get on with it? Cheap show. Dirty little show, innit? Uh. I reckon Cheap Show might be the dirtiest, grubbiest podcast. <laughs> it could be. <laughs> in, could be. In it's, the world. It's making me feel grubby. Mate, you live in the house of pickles. Oh. Oh, oh. Every day. This room's getting grosser. <laughs> <laughs> Right, right. so yeah, we've got Price of Shite, Platter, and then we've got a, a game given to us by Chai called Ponderdo. Ponderdo. And we're playing that Is Punstopper going to be there? Cause we, he, we just don't know. If the game's based on puns, Mr. Punstopper yeah, might but need I've, to be corralled. I have got a restraining we, order against Mr. Right, Punstopper okay. right That's now. I was going to Because say, yeah. he has to be stopped. I said to him, it's even me or the wife and your kids and that life. And he, No, or, I didn't mean that aspect. I just meant because we're doing a game. Which will have lots of punning in it. Yeah, no, 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 no. But I, because at the end of the day, he turned around and said, I'm choosing my wife. He rejected you. But then a couple of days later, he sent me a text saying, I miss you. What are you wearing? And I was like, mate, this has to end. Yeah. So I've had to put into place the the protection I need to keep Pun Stopper away from me. So there will be puns said. He won't be allowed. To get near you. To get near me. He won't. And if he does, I'm I'm just going to call the police. And then I'm going to tell his fucking wife. All right. All right. Yes. Because she deserves to know. She deserves. She does. 
I didn't know about it originally. Yeah. He sends me erotic poetry. Some of it not too bad. And some of it's all right, but some I can't has publish it. Like, quite lyrical. Yeah, but he sends that. He uh, sends pictures of him, of of me and him together when we've been out. Don't you miss the times? You're better than my wife and in does, bed. Does pooing or, or pooing nope. I- involved in this nope. in any way? Although he did offer me some jam. Oh, God, that's so weak. That's so weak. Right, let's, let's, that's it. Let's just right. end the section and carry on with the show. Oh, it's the fucking price of shite. 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 And, 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 and that, 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 right. Okay, it's the fucking price of shite. Bit of avant garde, that one. It's the fucking price of shite. And that, that, right. Right, Paul. What have you got? I, this is a traditional price of shite. No BFG, no cliffhanger, no nothing. It is just simply old within, school. Within 25p of the paid price for these items. Right. And you score one point. All right. Okay, so I'm going to make notes. And if you're dead on, you get two. And that's it. Yeah, fair just enough. See how many well, you t- score. Did you say 25p either way? Or 50p just then? 25p. All right, just checking because we have agreed on 25p. We have. And it's important that we do do the rules to our best knowledge. Now, now I'm just going to turn around and put this on for you to give you the full effect for the first item. Well, okay, that's Paul? Impri- I'm excited about that. So he's turning around. He's doing that whole impressionist thing on ITV where they turn away from the camera and put a wig on and then say, Oh, I'm Bette Midler. Oh, Luke, Jesus. I am your father. <laughs> it's a death mask. What's his name? Death, Death, Eddie Vedder. <laughs> Eddie Vedder. Eddie Vedder. The singer out of fucking that band. Yeah, Eddie Vedder. It's no. Darth Eddie Vedder. <laughs> <laughs> it's a Darth. Ladies and gentlemen, I'm being funny, but it. Well, not. I'm not. But <laughs> it's a Darth Vader mask. It certainly is. And now Eli Silverman will now do one of the most famous scenes from Star Wars. Eli Silverman, it's over to you. Luke. I am your father. Prove it. Look at my willy. It's big like yours. Scene. <laughs> <laughs> Let me just get that straight, Eli. Uh, you did a sketch that went exactly where you thought it was going to go. There was no, no tension. No one thought it was going to go there. I thought it was going to go there. All right, we'll do it again. I thought you were going to make a, 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 a comment about your big shiny helmet. No. We'll do the scene again. Well, let's do the scene exactly like it is in the movie. Okay. Ready? No, I am your father. No, it's not true. It is. It's Just not. Look at this poo I've done. <laughs> right, okay. <laughs> right, great. Look at that. Smells bad, doesn't it? You... Now, get down that hole, you bastard. <laughs> <laughs> I've lost it, Paul. Yeah, you I've have. Lo- you know what? This yeah. uh, mask is made for a child, and it's pressing quite hard on my temples. How are you bre- How's your breathing going? <sighs> It's very Darth Vader-y. Yeah, I know, but it's not on purpose, is it? It's, it's... Right, I'm taking it off. Right, yeah, good. Oh, it's a Darth Vader mask. It's a Darth Vader mask. It's all right, mask. isn't it? That is the first, um, now, can I ask, first item. Did you get it's these got all... the eye, eye pad, eye, eye, eye grills. So you can... And, but no. is, it's the only thing that shows that it's um, second hand is that it's got a bit of wear and these screws uh... by the mouth. Oh, okay. See that? Yeah. The paint's come away a bit there. Screws by the mouth. And, but it is... Quite good, isn't it? It's all right for it's what like it Darth is. Darth Vader's face. Now, can I ask a question? Were all these items bought from the same charity shop? Can I ask which charity shop? It was North London Hospice. Okay, good, good, good. The one in Crouch End. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay, all right. So, so that's mm. your first item. Darth Vader. Ooh, 
I don't know. Face mask. Star Wars, so they can probably get away with charging a bit more than usual for that. It is secondhand, as you can see yeah. by the, the yeah, wear yeah, yeah. on the on the on the uh, screws. Uh, I'm I'm gonna. S- oh, I think I'm on the valuing this, but I'm gonna say one pound fifty. One fifty for that. Okay. One fifty for the Darth Vader mask. Right. What's the next? Next. Ladies and gentlemen, we're straight down to business. We're straight Next down item. to business. Oh, it's a lovely mug. It's a mug. Bright and early coffee. It's an eye-opener, it says. Full roasted flavour, and on the front of it, there's a big cock. There's a big cock uh, waking up in the morning. I quite like the colouring. I like waking up to a big cock in the morning. What do you think of it as a mug, Paul? It's nice. I like the shape of this kind of mug. It's nice and wide. It's a coffee and mug, isn't it? Deep basically? and flat. And it, you know, it's nothing remarkable. But it's a nice mug. I'll it's give nice it that. It's nice colouring. It's got that sort of oldie timey. It's got that. Is it Art Deco y almost? Almost, yeah. Almost, yeah. Kind of psychedelic almost. You've got very bright greens, reds, and blues. Bright well, and early. You know coffee. what it reminds you of? You know, like front doors in like the 1950s had that glass panelling and they always had those kind of colours. It's a bit of, of a pain glass, stained you know that glass. TV Sorry, show. On BBC, Educational History, How We Used to Live. And it had that, sort of graphics with... Like the, that? Yeah. It had that kind of... What design is that? It's stained glass. No, no, but what art style is that? that art whole Nouveau? Look? Yeah, maybe. Art Nouveau was just before Deco. Okay, so uh, what, 30s, 40s? Yeah, 30s. Okay. Which would make sense, because houses built around the turn of the yeah. Second World War, or before the Second World War, probably would have had that influence in it. A very influential on the early psychedelic poster designers, you know, with the yeah, yeah, yeah. turns into the lettering, sort of all flowing and weird. It reminds me of, uh, like, Port Sunlight soap posters. Does that, I think, yeah, but that's, I think that's actually, that what they've got is an actual brand of coffee, which they've just used the, the label right. for. Yeah, maybe. On this mug. Because look, on the box, it says Premier. And that's a brand company, Premier Brands. They've no, owned all no, sorts of brands. No, that's, I don't think Premier and Premier Brands are the same thing. So what's Premier? Well, Inn, I don't know. Premier Inn? No, it might From just be Premier. It might just be a place that makes shit cutlery called Premier. Because Premier Brands, you're right, did own everything. They end up taking over Cadbury's and stuff. Right, My mum used yeah. to work for Cadbury's so in the 80s. So you think that's not them? I don't, don't think so. They Maybe would just Premier say, owned Bright and Early Coffee. No, but I don't, my point is, wouldn't they just call it Premier Brands rather than just say Premier? Because it was never called Premier. Possibly. But it's like, you know, I've got this Tabasco t-shirt. Yeah. Which I bought in the States. It doesn't say Tabasco hot sauce. It says Tabasco branded products. Yeah. Because it's owned by Tabasco, that trademark. Oh, is that the name of a company? Yeah. For some reason, I thought that was the name of a, of a vegetable. Or, it is or a the name of a pepper as well. Oh. They've trademarked an actual strain of peppers. I didn't know you could do that. Yeah, it's weird. They've so, been going very long. That's why they're they're one of the oldest hot sauce companies oh, ever. Oh, there you go. It's a nice mug, that. I'll give uh, you that. What? What? I need a price from you. Oh, for the bright and early coffee mug. I'm gonna say because cups and mugs kind of go ten a penny at charity shops. I'm gonna say seventy five p. Seventy five p. Seventy five p. Classic cheap show. Classic price of shite. I'm sure you'll agree. Here's our next item. Is it the last one? No. Oh shit. Two more. Oh, it, oh, it's just—it's a vinyl of Ghostbusters. <laughs> it's a single. It's the single. Seven-inch single. I recently found the 12-inch of this in a charity yes. shop. Now, the reason I picked this up is it's quite in quite good nick, and I don't think I have one which actually has the uh, the picture cover. And you know, notice the difference between the signs and the logo? Between this logo... And the one in the title. Look at the logo. They're going the other way. Yeah. Why is that? Well, this is the thing. As I say, I think I've talked about this before. The ghosts are actually pointing a different way outside of it's the... It's because. Okay. That's... So, Go ahead. Go ahead. That one in the title there, the Ghostbusters title, where it's, he's facing east, right? Yeah. That's the American design, okay? Because aesthetically, it looked good. However, nowhere really in the world has the no entry sign in that direction. It, it goes from top the left to, top, yeah. to bottom right. So 
in the UK, most of the marketing had the ghost facing in the other direction to the as west. a result. Yeah. yeah. And so it that's, just. That's correct, but it doesn't look right if that Do you makes know the sense. name of the artist who designed it? Yeah, Michael C. Gross. And well, has he done any other work of note? Yes. Really? So uh, he worked for National Lampoon and okay. created, like, you know, the famous, famous shot of the dog with the gun against his head as the front cover of National uh, Lampoon. And it was like a big shocker, but okay. it helped sell the magazine. Oh, really? Uh, he, he worked for... Oh, We Kill the Dog, if yeah, you buy the mag. That right. famous thing. He okay. did that artwork. He was, oh, a few years ago now, for, a fair few years ago, to be fair, there was a study done of people who'd worked for the New York Design Technology Community College, or whatever it is. Yeah. And... One of the logos that came out of the most well-designed thing was the Ghostbusters logo. It was very good, very clever piece of design, wasn't it? It was one of those. It was a very early example of selling a film on an on a on an icon. Yes, before them, that's kind of gone out of fashion now. I think it reached its height with Batman, didn't it? It reached its height with Batman. You could argue Jurassic Park. They're just because um, the you logo. just see the symbol appear before you know the films are even coming. Sort yeah, of like yeah, and that's what Ghostbusters was before they did a single bit of advertising. All you got was yes. black poster and coming July. 1984, whatever it was, and then that on. Now, it's got the ghost classic Ghostbusters uh, facing West. the other way yeah. on the cover, and then it says a, the blockbusting theme from the Ghostbusting movie. I hate that. It's a terrible copy, isn't it? Then on the back, you have a, a still shot from the pop video of the song i'd say isn't yeah it, it is it's, it's and he's got and you've got ray parker jr there in he's the dancing mid- it's interesting when they shot that video they just were like oh let's just get in our jumpsuits and drive around and uh film bits on the street they didn't and have they, a lot of money no, to do it, no they had they had money but not the time right so they grabbed it and then they filmed all those videos with the inserts from chevy chase and john candy and such now you can see this is in extremely good nick it's a very good condition actually and, and the cover you don't often find it with the picture cover intact to that extent no which is why i picked it up i want this Good, because uh, I've got one anyway yeah, like that, and I've also yeah. got the 12-inch, which is called Saving the Spirit. The B-side of the B-side of the 7-inch single, this v- version, is just the instrumental version of the Ghostbusters Yeah, it's tour. got a little... I think it's a little bit longer. Well, it would be. It's a 12, yeah. No, no, no. I mean, the B-side is a little bit longer. Let's see. Because on the album, if it's the same version of the instrumental on the album, it should be a little bit longer, because it has a slightly longer middle section, and then it tails off when you hear the Ecto-1 siren a little oh, bit okay. towards the end. It doesn't actually have a... A time on it. What does it say on the actual sleeve? On the sleeve, it doesn't have a time either. Ah. I'm afraid. But if it's the same versions that feature on the OST, then it will probably be slightly longer. I would I would guess. You know what? Just by looking at the groove. Just by looking at the groove and the margin, I'd say you're right. Yeah. There's not much added, but again, slightly, yeah. slightly longer middle section, slightly now, longer end. How much did I pay for this... I'd say very good plus copy yeah. of uh, the Ghostbusters theme tune. I would say, uh, honestly, I would, I would say a quid. Okay. Now, are you ready for your last item? I am ready for my last Get item. Get the price off here. Yeah. These Always taking fresh, the price. Fresh shite today. Fresh shite, fresh off the branch. Now, this is a... I don't like this. Human contact. <laughs> oh. <laughs> yeah. Oh, it's an emoji. It's an angry Pac-Man. No, it's an emoji. It's a, a yellow emoji. Oh, hang on. It's a magic eight ball. It's an angry Pac-Man magic eight ball. It's an angry emoji. Sorry, an angry emoji. It's yellow, though. It's a yellow it's ball. It's yellow and it's a ball. But it's so, like a magic eight so, ball. Oh, sorry. Forgive me for thinking it might be Pac-Man. I'm sorry I'm not all up with, with all my mates in the retro gaming community. We know what everything is. Ooh, it's Sky Dark and 3 with its little slime gun. But the slime gun's not right. Ooh, I'm poor. Ooh, I'm I'm boring pool. 
You, have you finished being a divvy? I'm a divvy, am I? Yeah. You're a divvock. No, you're a divvy. You're a wilkwok. You're a wazzock. And you're a pretty pranny. You're a plum. And you're a gooseberry. You're an onion. You're a monkey. You're an egg. You're a daft biscuit. Chopped liver. You are a sausage sandwich. You're a leaf with a little bit of snail on it. You're a goobly woobly. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> right, well, let's get the magic eight ball action going. You need to ask it a question. I ask it and then I turn it. You don't turn I it. I can turn it for you. You can't. I can rub it for you. You can rub it and you can shake it in I your hand if you want. it up and down and you for can. you. You can shake it viciously. Could I just say? Yeah. Ob gobble ob lob schlobble off. Right, well, that's what you Josh, say when you... Josh, my little knob off. Will Eli have sex in 2019? Shaky, shaky. See, I did it about you. Wasn't about me. Not listening. <laughs> I'll ask it again. Magic is that emoji what it, is that ball. a standard one? No, I bet it's all trendy fucking buzzwords in this. I bet it ruins it oh, by being like trendy. Oh, it's like internet-y, isn't it? Not Maybe. listening. Like yeah. when Love Hearts rebranded itself to be like, lol, oh, whatever. Yeah, <laughs> it's like, yeah. oh, just say I like your tits. That never was never a love heart oh, with I like was. your tits on. Anyway, it should have been. I bet there's an adult. Oh, there's version. dirty love hearts, yeah. aren't there? Suck my clout. Get your minge out. <laughs> Gobble my knob off. Dissolve my, this this love heart with your minge. Chong my tit. <laughs> anyway, will Eli have sex? Do a sherbet toilet, but will, just use a love heart. Will Eli instead. have sex? Crumble this love heart into your snatch. It's on the angle. It won't go. It's it a, won't go a, one way or the other. Because you're holding it wonky. Prospects low. <laughs> well. <laughs> What a load of shit. There's prospects, though, aren't there? Yeah, there are prospects. There are, there are prospects. What are you going to ask it? Will Paul yeah. move house this year? Oh, slightly, because I've moved out for a lot fucking recently. And that's what I'm saying. All right. In 2019, will I'd rather Paul not, though. It's fucking depressing moving. Ha ha, as if. Maybe not. Why has he got an attitude? He's a cunt, isn't he? Why has that got a fucking attitude? It's the least favourite item for both it of us, isn't it? said not listening, like you go, I'm not listening. And also, why have you got an angry emoji? It's like, oh, it's Maybe hostile. it's like a sarcastic magic eight ball where you go, will my mummy survive the illness? You shake it and go, ha, 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 As ha, if. As if. Right. Have Has Eli got prowess in all areas? <laughs> that I'm could mean anything. That. It's very broad. No, you knob. <laughs> it's, right. it's accurate, isn't it? Don't ask more. about me. Ask about yourself. Will I ever get a striptease from Britney Spears in my lifetime? I'll keep it broad. No shit's given. It doesn't. Oh, don't you break it on my bed and it's poisonous magic eight ball fluid. Eight ball shit. What do you think that cost me, Paul? I'm never going to get my toxic striptease like I've imagined in my head many times. No one needs to know this. Oh, baby, 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 take it all off to toxic. <laughs> I think that was two quid. Two quid? No. No. And a quid. Just a quid. Okay. Just a quid. So, let's wrap this up. Right. Here we go. It's time to reveal... How many points you scored, if any, Paul, on the price of shot? I don't know how I've done today. I don't know how I feel, I'll be honest. Usually I'm I'm not confident so much as like resigned You've one done way or well. the other. You've done well. All right, okay, so You've done well. Death Mask not Death Mask, no, Darth Vader Mask. Eddie Vader Mask. <sighs> Did you just fart? No. Was I, that I, a fart? No, in no way. How dare you? If I when I'm edit I will edit I I edit this show. I know. I'm and innocent. I will be listening now. I'm innocent at the, of all 15 minutes and 40 seconds I, section about whether or not you lay off a little Tommy Wofter, right? Of course I wouldn't do you that. You let off a little t- Jimmy just, Biscuit. Let's have some civility and a a little, little, let's, let's 
little Tommy Bond trumpet. No. No, 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 no. In that case, can I have a follow-up question? Why does this room suddenly smell of beefy death? <laughs> there must be some activity going on past Mount Crop Pants or in the source Hall of Sources. Oh, God, Paul. <laughs> you know what? I'm frightened to fall in case I follow through. Yeah. It's been a rough day. Oh, that's what everyone needs <laughs> to hear. Yeah. Good. I'm the, oh, I'm putting the Darth Vader. This is a on. horrible podcast. <laughs> I'm, right. I'm putting it on for protection. <sighs> oh. <laughs> yeah, because it's beefy. Luke, you have let off. <laughs> Put the droid in first. See if it's safe. Sorry, Darth Vader. I forced it out. <laughs> <laughs> now I love you. Oh, hello, Dad. No, I'm pun stopper. Thanks, thanks for. I love you, Paul. You can't do the voice. For I can do that. the voice. You're not allowed to do voice. I'm not allowed to do your voices. So you're not allowed to do mine. All right. Fucking hell. Right. Death mask. I said. It's not a death mask. Can you get the fucking name of anything right? Vader helmet mask. <laughs> I said one pound fifty. How much was it? Seventy-five p. Oh, so I'm out by fifty. Way uh, out by, there. Yeah. You're so way out. nothing there. Quite a good value. That's 70. That was yeah, really good. Because yeah. I thought. It's Star Wars, so they might, you know, yeah. jack up the price. No, they didn't. They saw it for the piece of useless tat it is. Yeah. So, All right, cool. All right, well, fair enough. All right. The cock mug was the next thing. You said? I said 75p. Pad. All right, so I get a point for that. Point there. That's all right. Yeah. All right, a quid's good for that. I reckon every cup was a mug on that shelf. Uh, every cup was a mug on that shelf. That's what you just said. <laughs> Please explain that. <laughs> Shut up. No. But did you, every cup, every mug was a quid. Is that yeah, that's what I meant. Okay. Yeah. So Ghostbusters every single cup was a mug. <laughs> <laughs> Hello, I'm a glass and also a container. Got a quick question. So you know, there's like bisexuality, right? What if someone said to you, "Oh, I'm, I'm a bi bisexual"? What would that mean? I was trying to think of how the logic of that would work. It doesn't. Would, would a bi bisexual mean that they're, they 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 only have sex? Sexual. Well, what? But they're no. three quarters Because I was thinking it would be the opposite. If it would be bi-bisexual, mean they're only half of being bi, which means they're straight. A bi-bisexual, Paul, yeah. is when you have a shag and you go, Bye-bye. I'm off. <laughs> you clean it up. Yeah. <laughs> I'll leave a little drippy trail on oh, the way out. Leaky Ken. <laughs> right. It's all about mess with him. Ghostbusters single, I said a quid. It was a quid. Oh, two points. Not bad. Yeah. All right, and finally the uh, eight 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 mile ball, the hateful emoji eight ball. Yeah, hateful eight ball. <laughs> yes, thank you. What do you say? Uh, I said a quid for that as well. It's seventy five p. No, right, so a point for there. So you haven't done too bad. Out of a possible what eight, I got four. Yes, half half the points. Oh, right, I am happy with that. Not too bad. Not too bad. And you What's know what? your favourite item today, Paul? Well, honestly, yeah, you're gonna you can't gonna say Ghostbusters, but well, you know you I, can. I actually kind of like the Darth Vader mask. The Darth Vader Yeah, for what it is, it's fine, isn't it? It's not too bad, is it? Kiddies have fun. They put a bin bag on. Cheap Halloween costume. Oh, that sounds like Teen Yeti doing the voice. Oh, it is. Oh, hello. I'm Teen Vader. I just couldn't help but uh, put out a very unique voice. Uh, Do you want me to do some other impressions? Yes, Mr. Yeti. It's nice to have a a man with talent on the show. Oh, thank you. No, you flatter me. Now, now, now. Uh, no. Oh, I'm Teen Yeti. Yeah. Uh, now, let's see if you can get this one, Paul. Yeah. Uh, wacka, wacka, wacka. Ooh, oh! A wacka, wacka. Ooh. Oh, it's a uh, Fonzie Bear. Take my wife. Oh, no, actually take her away and then dispose of her. <laughs> 
oh yeah, that's why we don't have Teen Yeti on. He's a <laughs> oh, I am Teen Yeti, and, uh, a big uh, bag of shit. One more. I keep forgetting that you're a big bag of shit. One more. Yeah. One more. I would like a drink, but like, just make it as I say with uh, with eyes, you know, Miss Money Penny. Who's that then? Did you get that one? That is the sound of you never being invited back on Cheap Show, Teen Yeti. Right, I'll go off now. I'm working on a new album. I'm going in a whole new direction. Prog. It's a prog album. Prog Yeti. It's called I Smoke Snow in my in my Yeti pipe. Yep, still not convinced that character works. So let's just crack on with the next part of the show. Silverman's Platters is our next section. We've got two lovely singles to choose from. Oh, no. no. One LP, one single today, Paul. Right. So, what have you got for us? I'll bring them over to you. Let's start with the uh, big one. The LP. Yeah. This is uh, on Edmar Records. Actually, where did you find this out of interest? I found this in that huge thrift store. Oh, in America? Yes. Oh. It was in a place called Lake Worth in Southern California, Florida. Southern California. <laughs> California love. Do, 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 Fast forward to right. the end of the sketch. It's come. <laughs> Good. I'm glad Mr. Grumbly was, Good, was wrapped up there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, yeah, so this new first LP. <laughs> oh, the first LP, Paul. Yeah. Uh, well, the only LP on this edition of Silverman's Indeed. Platters. Yeah. It's a real splatter platter. It is. And it's as if it was dreamt up in the dream of the imagination of the mad. <laughs> <laughs> you fucking what? I literally saw you go, I don't, your eyes said, what the fuck am I saying? And then your brain exploded. <laughs> ah. Right, I'll try that again. Yeah. Yeah. Sorry. And for the first record on today's Silverman's Platters, it's a real splatter patter. <laughs> Just Paul. keep it simple. Okay. All right. And today, Paul. Yeah. The first disc on Silverman's Platters is a real splatter platter. Nice. And it's as if it was from the wild imagination of the Mad Hatter. Right. Platter. Yeah. It's when you're green, you're clean. Now, when you mentioned this to me, I thought, oh, is it a Kermit the Frog Muppet thing? Or is it? It's not easy being green. No, I know. He doesn't mention how clean he is. No. He just says it's not easy. But before I saw it, it, perhaps perhaps it's not easy because you get all gunge on you. Yeah, true. Because, you know, he. he It's not easy. Yeah. Mr. Grumble's special <laughs> magic jam. Green sauce. What's yeah. that? Oh. Fast forward to the end of the sketch. It's vomit. It's vomit. <laughs> it's chunky vomit. <laughs> it's like lumpy, acidic, oh. fizzing, steamy vomit. But it, it's lovely on pizza. It looks now, a charm. Right. So this is when you're green, you're clean. And the group is called Johnny Green and the Green Men. Now, what is striking about this is the cover. Which is apparently... I mean, that's Johnny Green, isn't it? The one, the guy with the tash you did, and you'd the You'd think thing. it might be Johnny Green, but there are is. two other guys. Yeah, but that looks like, I don't know, Umpa Lumpa John Lennon. <laughs> that guy. And this looks like... That looks like Paul Daniel's son. It looks like Paul Daniel's son if he was raised on a Texas uh, trailer park. And yeah, and she's just lovely lady. Nothing really wrong with her. But she they all nice. have green hair. All have green hair because Johnny said, you know what would be great for our band? If green, we all, green, we green. If all dined our hair green. Frank, we're green, green... 
just say green a lot. And there's a green flower on the drum kit. She's got a green thing in. It's onion. We've got an onion smell as well. Does everyone like that? Yes, I've got just... onion spray. Right. And I'll spray the onion around, and okay. everyone will associate the smell of green onions oh, with I Johnny see. Green and the Green Men. So it's a it's a, it's a full sensual show. It's very sensual, and we've got yeah a conjurer. Fucking hell! Like, book him for a tour. I want him. I want the fucking illusionist. I want the woman with the green hair. Get him on my cruise ship, and I want the smell of green onions. We'll call the show Green Onions and Rock. And I've met this guy. He's called Mr. Grumbles. He's got a whole line of products, and we could uh, we could peddle them on the side. Now, Mr. Grumble, you've got have you got keep... anything green? Yes. Oh yeah. You've got your special green salsa. Fast forward to the end of the sketch. <laughs> it's not <laughs> okay. Okay. Now, now, um, I've got Johnny you, Green. I've got a supply for you, but you must keep it warm. Oh, they are a multinational. I'm looking at the back cover. They're a multinational. Johnny Green. Yeah. Production. On piano from Florence, Italy, Carlo Morangon. Timbales from the Philippines, Chris Lazare. And photography, Peter Tillier from England. Boring. Here's a little clip of what they like to listen to. This is, I think I'm going to play uh, that bad, bad boss one. Big boss man. Because it's the only one I want to put about on Ooga this. What Ooga Boo, Ooga Boo, Ooga Boo, Ooga uh, Boo? Because that was awful. At least Big Boss Man is some semblance of being listenable. So here's a little clip of that. <laughs> Now, that's one of the one tune that wasn't written by them. Oh, really? No. Well, that explains why it's fucking off decent <laughs> yeah. then. Yeah. But here's the thing. Okay, so from listening to that and listening to the album, right? I tell you what, let's play a little quick clip of the first track on it. You know, the, that We're one. from the USA. Yeah, let's play a little clip of that because I think that better exemplifies what they're like as an act. <laughs> Now, to me, I listen to that, right? And I think it's proficient. It's, it sounds like the kind of music you get where you've got proficient... What's the, what do they call musicians who are good? Like, session. Session musicians. Session players. So it's good, but it lacks 
heart. It lacks energy. It well, lacks its own own uh, identity. Yeah. yeah. There's nothing inherently bad about it, but it sounds like the band you'd get at Pontons. It's milk toast. It's very, yeah. very weak. It doesn't commit to any one style enough to actually make it sound authentically that style. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. It's, it's fascinating because you read the back... And it says something to the effect of, oh, they were on all these TV shows and they were huge. Yeah, because they were middle of the road. They get there, you know, and they're all white. That helps. That helps like, to get on all family-friendly shows. what I was going to ask, Paul, is do you think they've colorized this photograph to make it look like they've got green hair? No, they dyed their hair green. They did? They really? did. And that, no, he told them. He told them that was what he had to do to join the well, band. Well, this guy says, I'm not going to fucking do it. Yeah, and that's why... Are you sure it hasn't been colorized? It looks like it's just sort of... On the back, it says he encouraged his band members to colour their hair green right. and wear green costumes. Which, as you know, green is a beautiful colour to look at. You know what I mean? It's really nice. And it's not off-putting at all. And with the orange and deep browns that they they're also wearing. They look the right wearing, state, don't they? They the look cover. like a 1930s stained glass window. They look not like a nightmare. Like you had a nightmare and there was a band. They were cruise lines. It's got... They, what, are, they work on the cruises, don't they? Without... Being too humorous about it, but I'm making a point. They actually look like the, how Umpa Lumpers dress in in the Gene Wilder Willy Wonka. <laughs> yeah, they do, yeah. But, you know what yeah. I mean? That's exactly what the look is. And at some point along the line, they picked up an illusionist yeah. and said, "Well, let's put a, a magician in our rock act." Now, even though we're a green band, we're very beige. So how do we spri- sp- spice it up? I know. Let's add a magician to it because what people need while we're doing our soft middle of the road. Boogie woogie is a some ma- terrible uh, conjuring. Yeah, it's someone pulling a rabbit out of a fucking ass. They're doing the disappearing lady trick or the yeah cut a lady in half trick there. Yeah. The photo on the back, good old and standard it says, trick. Bernard Reed, who's obviously the magician, with Johnny Green and the Green Men in a scene from their internationally famous show, The Illusion Review. But as far as we know, international just means they did that show on, on a, a cruise, cruise ship. Sort of meant by international. Yeah, it's famous internationally because we were in international waters. So they have songs like We're From The USA, Minute Of Your Time, Ooga Booga, You're Green, When You're Green, You're Clean, which apparently is their, uh, like, their motto. Yeah. Like, people, they were on Batman TV series, apparently, it says here. They signed a contract to appear in, in, a, in the Batman TV series for 20th Century Fox, where they appeared in the series with Caesar Romeo and his henchmen. They're that kind of band that would appear in the background of a 60s TV show, aren't they? They did like, overseas you know. tours for, in Vietnam for the troops, and they were guests of honour for the Mr. and Mrs. Nixon. So, oh, God. And they had a movie called The Ballad of Billy Blue. They're very right-wing, aren't they? They like Nixon. No, they're worse than that. They're just every band. They're an every band. They're which terrible. Which means they'll, they'll do it for Nixon and go, oh, it's just good for a profile. They just do any gig, don't they? They just do a bunch of gigs. So it's, it's hard to hate it, but at the same time, you just think... Ugh. Yeah, it's very middle of the road, very terrible. I've picked it up because they all had green hair. I mean, fair enough. And that picture with uh, the uh, Conjurer as we well. We never mentioned this as well. We never followed it up. But you know, you bought that Apache album and you had a guess of what it thought it was. We never actually clarified what it ended up being on the show. Did we not? No, we this thought was it was going to be like... cross episode. Yeah, we thought it was going to be like Italian disco or something. Well, I hoped it was. What was it? It was Italian novelty comedy duo like music. Spoken word over spoken weird Spoken word over music, yeah. And so... It was in Italian, so we couldn't really tell if it was It was a very funny. long-lived uh, comedy duo, though. Apparently, they went for yeah. like 30 years or something. L- loads of albums. They're one of those kind of comedy album groups, bands. I don't know what you want to call them. But, what, uh, like the Baron Knights, maybe? No, it seems to me more like something that an act like, for instance, 
uh, you know Bruce McCullough from Kids in the Hall. He brought out two amazing right. comedy albums that were oh, kind of spoken word, but also musical. With a bit of music on as well. They were brilliant. So it kind of feels like it's in that vein. Oh, I see, but you can't, you won't ever know because we don't speak Italian. If anyone's Italian and they. Uh, and want to listen to it because it's probably on YouTube to be fair uh, tell us if it's funny or not or what is it called or... Arapaho by Apache or Apache no it's Arap- called Arapaho but, but the, who's the artist I thought it was Apache well, doesn't matter it doesn't matter so, so I'll need a, a score for Johnny Green and the Green Man I'm going to give that when you're green you're clean one and a half platters I'll give it one platter it's very bad it's bad but it's not offensive it's not like Russ Abbott's disco album where it's just everything about it makes you want to tug your heart no. out of your and throat. And there are some sort of jam things where you can tell they can play all right. They've just got no direction. They can, but there's no it. oomph to it. It's like, it's no like that Big Bad Boss song. There's no oomph, which Without... is, uh, is there some oomph, which oof, is a sauce we, we tasted. And rubbed in our meters. Would you say that Johnny and the Green Men's album, When You're Green, You're Clean, has the kind of oomph that you get when you put oomph onto your penis? No, it needs oomph. It needs a lot of oof. It needs extra oof to pour down its meters. Yeah. (laughs) That big bad (laughs) boss song would have been so much better with... Who who would do a really good cover of that? Like, you know, like, who would do... Like Otis Redding? Wilson Pickett. Or the proper soul singer. Yeah, you know, like, like and that that would give it the beans. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. Whereas that just comes across as jelly weak. It's very weak. Lily livered. Are you ready for the second platter on Silverman's Platters this week, Paul? Yeah. It's the pop... Concerto Orchestra with Eden is a magic word. And it sounds almost exactly like this. I open my eyes, look around. I stand up, I walk, yes I walk. Can't see the sky, but I feel... From 1982, and it has a picture of a lady in a wet top. Yeah, and um, on the cover, I'll be honest, it's not a great track, but you know what? I really liked it. <laughs> There's something about it I really it's the way like. He's, it's got it's it's sort of like um, one of those spoken word beginnings. I found myself, mm. in a, you know, and there was no sky, and then I went into the cupboard. The cupboard smelt of cobwebs. Yep. Well, I don't know if it does that, the, effect, but yeah, I get what you mean. The waterfall was was golden. I'm pretty sure he says he opened up his ass at the beginning, but my I, I rice might have misheard that. Oh, mate, what? Oh, I need to go to the loo. Do you? Yeah, we're going to power on through this segment then. All right, all right. So, <laughs> I want to make you squirm in it. Now, you did a bit of uh, research I on did. this, Paul. So, from what I understand, pop concerto orchestra, right, were a French band that sung mostly in English. Okay. 
they didn't release that many tracks as far as I could see. But the one, the album that they released had a big hit on it called "She Is the Rainbow," which is the the B side on of this, this single. Because originally these songs were both released in the late seventies, but they used the B side, the one that we played on this clip called "Word Eden," whatever it is, to sell this thing called what was it called Telly. Funko music original do spot TV Telefunken. So that yeah, was the was show t- was called Telefunken. No, no. It was a TV spot for a company that made radios and transistors called Telefunken. Yes, so, Telefunken. I seem to remember it's like a hi-fi company. Yes. Yeah, so yeah. they used that music in an advert to sell that product, and ah. this is the single based on that was re-released in '82, and then put the A side on the B side. And the B side on this version, she wears a rainbow. Quite humorous as well. Let's I have like a bit that of that. Well. Let's play a little bit of that. has come to meet her now just another tree she waits apart and the dog all around is running hard she cries she cries Isn't he like, and the rare issue where the nappy put, <laughs> put the nappy around? Ooh. Do you know what it got? it's got? It's got Which a papa sort of It's thing, got right? an umpapari kind of thing. What's interesting to me is that it sounds like they're affecting that. So it's hard to explain. But you know, there's like a type of singing that happened in the 70s when a lot of bands, uh, a lot of songs released on albums like Top of the Pops that were just very good covers of the original hits. But those male voices had a weird northern sound to them. Like a professional club singer voice. Right. So you're like stars on 45. So it's sort of like a, a club review style, it's, almost. It's like the singer sounds a lot like he's affecting that middle of the roady kind of club set club, sound. Club style. Yeah. It's in the club style. Yeah. Be, 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 be. <laughs> yeah. Not quite like that, but, but you know what like I mean. That, yeah. So it's interesting. I, I genuinely enjoy both tracks, although they're not great. They're, they're just not great. Odd. I prefer She Wears a Rainbow a bit because it's got. I, but, they I think both, I do. And they've both got a bit of a sort of um, Beatlesque Beatle-y. psychedelia sort of, yeah. but very much uh, middle-of-the-road psychedelia, sort of plastic psychedelia. In, in many respects, it kind of goes around the world. It kind of goes, oh, let's do something weird and trippy and a bit kind of Sergeant Peppery and a bit trancy and a bit folky. And then it comes all the way around to sounding naff and then it's naff again and it's, you know, weird There's pop. a lot of naff around it. But there's a fog of naff There is a fog disc. of naff. Now, Paul, this is one from that collection. You can see there's a little... A gold sticker, yeah, disc service, which was on a certain road, and you got the address there, which is obviously the shop or 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 uh, perhaps a, a rental rental vinyl place. Could or you something. rent vinyl? I think at some point you could actually, yeah. But look, like I love the dis- I love the designs on this disc service. That suggests it might be a rest- rental. Where did you get that cer- from? This, uh, this it's from a charity shop. But I bought a load of them, and they all of like German and French singles, and they all have that uh, sticker on. It's a lovely sticker, cool. isn't it? I like it's those little moments that I like on in vinyl. In vinyl, in vinyl, it gives vinyl it some wears kind of... its history often because yeah. often people will write little messages, draw little pictures if they lose put their, their names cover, on it. They'll put their names because you used to imagine you used to go around someone's house for have a party, 
and you're like, where's my, where's my, uh, where's my now 17? You know what I mean? Oh, fucking hell. Have you got it, Steve? No, it's no, my I own copy. Yes, you have got it. I've got my, see name, my name on it. You fucking, oh, fucking prick. Oh, fucking, I'll have you right leave now. Leave it, lads, leave it. Don't ruin it. No, buddy. I'll rip his mouth out. Ah! Bang. That's his senders for you. Spousal abuse weekly. Right, so. I like that. I'm going to get... Honestly, you're going to be a bit surprised. I'm going to give that four out of five. I'll give it three. I like that. Now, do we also think, just on one final point, that yeah. this woman, who's scantily clad lady in the sea on the cover, yeah. is from the advert. Is it still from the ad? It could be. Maybe. Could but be. also, they could have thought, we've got to sell this as a single. How do we do it? And some French man went, uh, put this sexy woman in the sea. No, no, no. They sat down, they drank their coffee, and then one went, you put tits on it. <laughs> right, thanks, and it was like, yeah, yeah all it's right. not racist at all. We all know you hate the French. <laughs> <laughs> What's okay. that? Somebody making more jam? <laughs> Get up, <laughs> Mr. Grumbly. <laughs> no one's Grumbly. making I jam. I kind of... The character, we've... Uh, We've done two episodes today, Paul. Mm-hmm. Not our best work. Oh, I mean, we'll it has to be I mean, said. we say but, that, but all the people like him. But, I just yeah, but what, now. What, something that has survived yeah. is Mr. Grumbly. <laughs> yeah, we needed Mr. a character Grumbly. who made jam out of his body fluids. Did and you know it, that Mr. Grumbly is selling a brand new, um, a brand new item? What's it it's called? It's not food. It is Mr. Grumbly's uh, eau de toilette. Oh, it's a perfume. Fast forward to the end. Farts. <laughs> <laughs> Anyway, here right, we go. Good. Good. So that's Silverman Platters for another another week. I'm a good one. Yeah. Right. Yes, we are good. This is the final section of the show, and it's uh, fast becoming one of my favourite parts because I like. I think I've become a real big board game nerd or game nerd. I've just you I've always s- were, but you used to be more into computer games. No, never. I got digitised because Biffo wanted to work with me. Really, that simple. Oh, you used to work as a game journalist for about two years yeah. on a Nintendo magazine. Nintendo, but it's I computer never games. wanted. That was never my life's drive right. to get into games. And since that magazine, you were on Games Master. Yeah, but I wanted to be on the telly. Right, and as a result, there's a 13 year old me on TV who his heart breaks in front of a live audience, and you just got a bit trigger happy. I Paul. just got <laughs> a bit trigger happy. <laughs> That's going on. I may, I may have to put that on a t- T-shirt and own it. Yes. Just got a big sticker happy and a picture of my 13-year-old face just that far away from tears before the camera cuts away <laughs> to Dominic Diamond. What we got then? Got a game. This is donated to me by uh, Chai. Chai, who's one of the listeners of the show. Um, uh, and he, he came to see me and Jem do some Fran Laurie readings from his book. I'm still in 2018 mindset. Yeah, you've got to start uh, uh, it's fine. putting it on your checks. Yeah. Checks and balances. No, your checks when you write a check. Oh, yeah. Well, who no writes checks? No, no one, one does. No. Tell you, you who know does. does? Fanny Sprinkles. No, it's fucking Fanny stu- Sprinkles. No. no. What do you mean, no? No Granny I put sprinkles. up with Grumbly. At least he had got laughs. He got laughs from who? Everyone, people listening laugh. Hello. Hello, dear. No, there's Am nothing I... to Madam well, Sprinkles. Get... She's a knockoff. She's not Madam Mad- Sprinkles. Lady, oh, who's this? Madam Lady Plops. I don't know who you're talking about. You do. Hey, Madam Lady Plops. Who's this imposter? Oh, I don't like her. You're hey, Mr. Imposter. Silverman. Mr. Silverman. I'm Mr. Quite... Gannon. I'm... Get rid of this woman. Uh, She's Mr. Silverman. I won't be able to produce sprinkles with her about it. I don't think I should. Good. Get her out. Oh, good. No one wants her. Madam Lady Plops. Yes, dear. I've kicked her out. Thank you, love. Now I must go and lay some ploppings. Well, I've got any sprinkles. Again, no one likes her. I no. don't. 
we'll I've yet see. to see any proof of Granny we'll Sprinkles see. catching on. We'll see. In the same way as uh, Jimmy Sprinkles. No, just and, let yourself and, out, and Granny. Get up. Get out. Oh, I'll go then. Bye-bye. Right, so oh, she won't catch thanks on. Thanks for last night, by the way, Eli. You fucking made love to yourself using that voice, didn't you? <laughs> Yeah. Oh no, Madam Sprinkles. Not That's all right, Granny. Don't mention chest. it. It's fine. It's sad. my pleasure. Sad. Pathetic. I tell you and what. Sad. I tell you what, Paul. Yeah. After last night. Yeah. She'll be sprinkling for a <laughs> week. <Fucking> disgusting. <laughs> she's so uh, she she sprinkles. I hope she changed her name to Lady Sopping. <laughs> well, she's gone now. Good. I hope, hope you're happy. Forever. Where's like, Where's Madam Plop Plop? She gone? left ages ago because she's got some self-respect, fucking dignity, Madam Lady Plops. I think what we all need to see. She's no is a is a. Deathmatch between Sprinkles v Plop Plops. Yeah, with the theme Two Tribes by Frankie Goes the yes. Hollow in the background. Yes. Do you know any, how many different releases of that there no. were? How many? A lot. Like, like 13. Remixes. Yeah. And different singles. They were trying to milk it as much as possible. I fuck, I genuinely, though, there were think so that, many different that's versions their best of song. releases. I, I adore that. There's something about it. It's really fucking epic. I can't and remember any angry. other tunes apart from Frankie Says Relax and. Relax that. and Two Tribes. And there's. Um, don't put your daughter on the stage, Mrs. Worthington. <laughs> That's weird. You're right. Now I'm on the back foot. I can't think of any other songs I they did. I can't think of any other songs they did. There weren't any other songs. No, they must have been. They were huge. No, there was Two Tribes and Frankie Says Relax. And Two Tribes was the follow-up to Frankie Says Relax. Yeah, I guess. That's a good point. No, uh, The Power of Love. Well, was that Frankie and Goes to Hollywood? It was definitely Paul. Mark Almond. Who was Frankie Hollywood? What's his name? Who was the Sky from Frankie? I thought that was Mark Almond. Oh, no, no. Mark Almond was guy. from Soft Cell. What are we doing for the last section of the show, Paul? Oh, where are we? <laughs> Old man talking. <laughs> Old man talking. Old man talking. Now, anyway, Ty has given us a game. And it's called Punderdome. And what's interesting is that it's, 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 we're, we're not going to play it for rules. It's going to have a bit of a laugh. All right. But the idea is that this is based on a sketch show in America. They, made, they managed to market their live comedy show. It says at the back here in the little instruction booklet. Let me read it out. Punderdome, a history. Before Punderdome was a card game, it started as a wild and crazy live monthly pun competition in Brooklyn, New York. Created and hosted by comedian Joe Firestone and her Rodney Dangerfield impersonator dad, Fred Firestone. Was that all he did? Maybe that was the joke, though. Hey! Who? Hey, um... What? Hey! That's my impression. Right, okay, <laughs> it's good. good. Um, Punderdome has been... What are you doing? I'm listening to you. You're making a noise. I'm not making a noise. You, I think you're making a noise. Fucking hell. Punderdome has been part of the New York comedy scene since 2011. And you can check out their website for upcoming dates. So there you go. So it was based on a, a comedy night. But what happens is, is that there are two... So this of- is fresh on book board. Fresh in card. Well, fresh I, in board. Yeah. Fresh in box. Imagine Car- card in box. I, read, I imagine it wound up in a charity shop because it was bought for someone for Christmas. And they were like, I'm never going to play that. So fair enough. It's one of those kind of, you know, like... It's why going to charity shop shopping... Uh, just after the Christmas period, it's, it's very fruitful often, it isn't it? It can be quite uh, fecund. <laughs> you called me fecund, and then you just used it in a positive way. I, but I don't know what the meaning of that word is, because I think that goes back to all, like, episode 14 of Chief <laughs> Show, to be honest. Fecund um, is, is fruit, fecund. fruitful. It's uh, But anyway, virile, ripe, verdant, all the things that your ball bag is not. So... The idea is you get two packs of cards in this game, okay. and on one set of cards you have, uh, like, a topic... Okay. Technology, rock and roll, the 50s, yeah. minor injuries, Talking Saturday Night Live, right? And on the second stack of cards, you get, I guess, not so much as topics, but like talking points, like drinking, getting even, dressing, getting arrested, 
engage. So like, you know, like things that happen. Events. Events that happen to you. Events topics and topics. And events. So the idea is you pick two at random, one from each pile, yeah. and you have to make a pun out of it. Aha. Uh-huh. So the example they give on the back of the box is this. Someone pulls out the card saying colours. Right. And then someone else pulls out another card that says minor injuries. Got so it. So they come up with the pun. When I stub my toe, I yell, ow. Yellow. 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 And it says here, here are the type of puns you can get away with if you're not sure what a pun is. Rhyming. Think about words you associate with dogs, bones, houses, leashes, right? Next, pick one of those words and brainstorm rhymes. How about bark? Bark rhymes with knock and lark or dark. So maybe you can finally phrase it (laughs) with what connects it to watching television. And your pun becomes... Nickelodeon's thinking about bringing back one of their classic TV shows, but this time only targeting dog audiences. It's going to be called Off You Afraid of the Bark. Fucking hell. Homophones. Two, oh, excuse me? Two words that sound the same but have different meanings. So, you know, like yes. flower and flower. And So someone else picks out, if you're picking out, you know, dogs again and TV, the pun they come up with is, the television show I was watching was on paws. Paws, feet and hooves. Yeah. Yeah. And making up words. Take a word related to dog, let's say terrier. Terrier sounds a lot like terror. If we wanted to relate it to watching television, we could connect the words terror to watching reports about terrorists on the news. Now you have to do is replace terrorists with terrierists, and you have a pun that combines dogs and watching TV by making up one word. It seems like every day I'm watching reports about terrierists on the news. Now, admittedly, these are very dumb puns, but please remember, we're not going for gold. We're going for groans. So it is the credit card logic. What does that mean? I meant cracker. I don't know why I said credit card. That's weird. The cracker logic? Yeah, the cracker pun. No, you have lo- Actually, Paul, you've lost me. No, the cracker joke logic is like there are no intentionally good jokes in crackers because if you get a good one, anyone else is poor, then it kind of throws off the balance of the conversation at the party. So if everyone has a poor joke, everyone's united in that kind that of sense of... That sounds like an excuse made up by people who it's can't apparently write good true. jokes. It's apparently true. So... They don't want people to feel left out because they got a crap joke and you got the funny one. Is basically, that what you're saying? Basically, yeah. Well, it's a, it's a theory. So, there are two types of packs. We're going to have a go, are we? Yeah. There's, yeah. How long do we get? Uh, let's just see how it goes. Let's just have a little old right. Punderdome fun off. All right. While you smoke a fag because that's professional. You just sat there and rolled a smack. So you don't, I don't presume you listened to me while you were doing that, did you? I did listen, yeah. Did you? Heard all of it, yeah. Yeah? Yeah. Did it a test? Yeah, this is it. Now we're doing it. All right. Fine. So, dog. Uh, no, I'm going to... No, you see... <laughs> fucking hell! Just pick a card at random from the pile. Say stop whenever you want. Stop. Right. Now say stop whenever you want. Stop. Okay, so take the bottom card. What does that say? The Olympics. All right, so that, that's your topic, the that's Olympics. My topic, yeah. Now, the second pack. You say stop when you want. Stop. Stop. Okay, and then say stop. Right there, stop. So take that card. Working. So, what is that? So working and the Olympics, right? So now you've got to make a pun somehow out of those two cards. So let's let's see how it goes. Go on. Well, yeah, we've been quite poor, poor at the moment, poor. Yeah. And mm-hmm. so my other half, she's had to go out and work in a strip club. Yeah. She's been pole vaulting dancing round oh dear oh dear oh dear <laughs> no, no 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 hang on hang on you're gonna have to think of this so olympics and working you know uh 
I said something about Polish people the other day yeah. at my job and I got the sack. Race. <laughs> Fucking hell. Fucking hell. We've, you know what's happened, Paul, here? What? We've exposed one of my weaknesses. <laughs> <laughs> can I have another two cards, please? All right, let's see if we can get Fuck another one. me. All right, just say when. Oh, there. Right, got it. Pick one. Dating. All right, date. you know a lot about that. <laughs> I know, so, I do. Uh, I'm an expert. Here's my top tip. Yeah. Use a breath mint. <laughs> <laughs> right, here's the next one. Here we go. And stop. Right, and take that card. Okay. So, what have you got? Reptiles. Right, so reptiles. It's interesting, isn't it? And uh, dating. So, um, here we go. Uh, uh, I'm a modern man, Paul. Yeah. Um, because the other night, mm-hmm. uh, the bill came. I was on a date. Mm-hmm. The bill came, lovely lady. Yeah. Uh, she had quite a hard shell, mm. but I think I penetrated the shell with my conversation. And so when the bill came, mm. uh, I said... Let's split the turtle. We'll split. The- <laughs> <laughs> we'll split the turtle. <laughs> the turtle. Because <laughs> I'm a modern man. That was good, wasn't it? Now, right. can I ask a question? Because I'm genuinely not sure. Is a turtle a lizard? It's a reptile. Oh, it's reptile. Fair a enough. lizard I don't is know a type why of reptile. Yeah, yeah, okay, okay. Reptiles are bigger clade than than yeah. is a larger group than uh, just lizards. Okay. And you know, people think that dinosaurs were lizards because the word originally. Dinosaur means fearsome lizard or whatever. Yeah. But they're not actually lizards. Funny, I went on a date the other day with a woman who turned out to be a lizard. Right. Uh, her name was Amanda, but her full name was Salamander. <laughs> <laughs> That's good, but it doesn't work because salamanders are amphibians and not, oh, and not fuck reptiles. Off. <laughs> right. right. Let's so, try another one. Oh, this joke's on the back. How did the facial hair begin his interrogations? I must ask you a question. <laughs> pull, pull, pull. Pull, 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 pull. What kind of food do policemen eat? Dunno. Irish stew. Irish stew. <laughs> <laughs> right. I'm you gonna, do one. I'm gonna... You do some. I'm loving this. Okay, so desserts. Desserts. Lots, lots of scope for desserts. You'd think so. We'll lots see. of scoops for desserts. And now we're going to... I'm, gonna do, get, I'm yeah. on a runaway train of punnery. A runaway train? A punnery railway right, train. I'm going to take that card there. I can't talk proper. And this is hitchhiking. So hitchhiking and desserts. Okay. So, hang on. It's not as easy as it seems, is it? I got it. Right. I was going, I was hitchhiking the other day. Yeah. um, uh, Where? (laughs) Just up the road. Right. I was going, I was going, I was going home and I was hitchhiking on the motorway. Going home on the motorway. And then I'm putting my thumb out. Put your phone out. And then all of a sudden, this big bowl on four wheels comes by. There was a bowl on four wheels? Yeah. And he goes, no, I'll tell you what it was. I was oh, hitchhiking. What was it then? No, sure. Oh, where's this bowl on four wheels? I was hitchhiking. Yeah. And I went to this man. Oh. I'm, what I'm, man? Where was he? He was, made, he was made of jelly. Where was he standing he by was, the side of the road? I was hitchhiking. Yeah. And he, the man comes in in a, <laughs> a car. He comes in where? You're outside. <sighs> So I'm going to France, right? And I see, right? He goes, yeah, he oh, I'm going to Paris, and he goes, "Oh, you don't know what to go to Paris. You want to come with me?" And it was made out of like bread and jelly and right. cream. And I was like, "Oh, where are you taking me to?" And he went, "Ha ha, the Trifle Tower." <laughs> Whoa, that's terrible! 
Terrible. Let me have a go. No, you've had two goes. I want to go. I'm going to do another one. That one. I'm just gonna... And then I'm going to get this one. There. Just at random. Any old card. Any old card. Any, any, any old card. Farming and pets. Right. So, um, so farming and pets. Yeah. Um, I'm allergic to farm animals, but I inherited one. Oh, yeah? Yeah. It was bad because I'm allergic. So I got two hairy bollocks. <laughs> what the fuck? What? Uh, Paul. What? This is you failing. Abjectly failing. I didn't do... Fa- you do one with farming and pets, then. Okay, then. Farming okay. and pets. I would. It's hard, actually, that one. Uh, yeah. Yeah, My dog. <laughs> I, I've got a dog. Yeah. He, he likes to... Uh, he likes to uh, har- harvest his own food. Mm-hmm. Instead of saying bow wow, he says plow plow. Oh, fuck <laughs> it. <laughs> Come on. Come on, Paul. I did one though, didn't I? Say stop. Plow plow. Say stop. Plow plow. Stop. That one. Rock and roll. Oh, here we go. Yeah, tonight. Say stop. Oh, stop. All right, there's that one for you. Top one. What is it? Punishing. Right, so punishing and rock and roll. I've got one. Well, I was in class the other day, and it was lunchtime. Yeah. And uh, I said uh, to the teacher, Oi, Miss Francis, chuck us a berry. Chuck us a berry. And she punished me very severely by spanking me hard. (laughs) Went from joking to fantasy. That's rock and roll and punishing. I've got one. Want to hear this? Me and Bill Haley never used to get on. In fact, we used to get in fights quite a lot. So one day I beat him up because I put a rock around his cock. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I did. That's not beating someone up. That's, you That's need punishment. To, I, told, to... I told him off by putting a rock around his cock. You'd have to... Uh... Smashed no. his cock in no. with a rock. I put his cock on a table and I took a rock and I smashed it into the table <laughs> until it was just flat, rud, mush. Do you want another one? Yeah, I had to. You know what? I was teaching a, teaching a class the other yeah. day of uh, original rock and rollers. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, one of my students, Eddie, is very very naughty. Yeah. And I had to physically punish him. Uh, is this a fantasy again? No, <laughs> I had to physically punish him. Yeah. By uh, I was I physically I physically hell, punished Come him. On. By uh, Mr. Monkey, not happy with this one. I physically uh, punished Mr. Eddie. Mr. Monkey, don't like it. I physically punished Eddie. On reflection, that is probably a racist character. Yeah, I'm just gonna... <laughs> the monkey t- shouldn't do you that. You shouldn't do the monkey it's character. Really bad though. idea. Yeah, really bad. Now, I just like the Paul, voice. This has given me a chance to formulate my own oh, pun. Good. Yeah, I was okay. hoping you out. So I'm teaching a class of early rock and rollers the other day. Yeah. Teaching them how to read and write. Yeah. Um, and one of them's very misbehaving. Eddie, he's called. Mm. And I think I'll have my revenge on him because he's very disruptive. I don't yeah. want to punish him now in front of the others. I'll secretly have a relationship with him and infect him with gonorrhea. And I said, Eddie, Eddie, you'll say great balls of fire. No, that works as well. <laughs> but Eddie, what's wrong with your dick? Oh, I'm Eddie and my cock runs. My cock run. I'm Eddie cock run. Fucking <laughs> hell. Runs all seeping. All running, oh, runny, seeping no. cock. <laughs> Not good. More. There's two. More. Right. Cocktails and dressing. Oh, okay, that's good, isn't it? Yeah. Uh, I can't get these underpants on. They're tart. They're martini. They're tart. That. What are you doing? <laughs> it, it's a. 
It's a screwdriver. <laughs> I once asked for a, uh, a soup named after a martini. Oh, yeah? Yeah, when I put it on, I didn't like it. Why? It left me shaking, but not stirred. Uh. <laughs> Can we stop this? I'm going to do one more. All right. To prove I'm pun master. Pun stopper hasn't even shown his face. because He's legally not allowed right. to. Next, here we I go. I don't know if anything would qualify as a pun. Reading and dinner. Uh, I've got one. I've got one. Yeah. Uh, something about peas. <laughs> <laughs> uh, peas and cues. I've recently been trying to make a bunch of meals based on famous works of literature. Oh, yeah? Yeah. So, uh, I've got one called War in Peas. <laughs> oh, yeah? Yeah. And? Uh, a Tale of Two Chickpeas. Right. I've got... Uh, what else? Uh, Oliver Twizzles. <laughs> Oliver Pretzels. <laughs> I've got... Uh, uh, what else you got? What else have I got? I've got... Uh, Call of the Wild Rice. Uh, I've got... Uh, Call of the Wild Rice. All right. Fucking hell. <laughs> fucking... The, the Diary of Anne Frankfurter. <laughs> um, uh, uh, can we stop the show now let's I've stop the show i got one more and it's gonna be this it is I have a meal based on a book and it's called Grape Expectations <laughs> <laughs> sorry Ladies and gentlemen, Goodbye. that was Cheap Show for another Look, week. can I just say, I'm sorry, I was a bit under the weather this week. and like, well, so Don't excuse it. I'm sorry. Own it. I apologise for Paul's monkey antics. I, I didn't realise the connotation until much too late. I tried to tell you right at the beginning of the show. You didn't try very hard, did you? You're going, I'm going to see this one out. She makes a complete awkward f- fucking dick of himself. I didn't have to wait. To that, for that to happen anyway Paul. the point being is that the show's now over hi if you would like to follow us on twitter you can at paul gannon show at the cheap show pod and eli is i'm at eli snoid which is spelt e-l-i-s-n-o-i-d we also have a website where you can see pictures and sometimes videos that accompany each and every episode and, and that what? is that is thecheapshow.co.uk or now thanks to one lovely lovely listener it is now cheapshow.co.uk as well and do you preface that with www you can if you would like to do it to me now www.thecheapshow.co.uk um, Also, if you'd like to support the show in any way you'd like financially, you can by going to Patreon. Like many other podcasts and YouTube channels, we're asking for money. It's weird, but genuinely, without your help, we wouldn't be running right now and be weekly. So, thank you. I love you, Patreon patrons. Patreon.com forward slash cheap show. As little or as much as you want, it's all up to you. Every little helps. We're not No, that's, we're not, not, that's not strictly true, though, is it? What? Because you can't go less than a dollar, can you? No, well, So, right. it's not as little as they want. Well, then, as, as little as a dollar... As much as they want. Yeah. Fucking old prick. And what else? What else? What else? Yeah, we're on Tumblr. We're on Facebook. We're on Instagram. Just look for Cheap Show. You'll likely find us or you'll find that American weird punk band. One or the other. Um, <laughs> Eli, do you have anything to say? Uh, no. All right. Well, you can still watch me on YouTube on uh, Digitizer. Six episodes up now, working on second series. Lovely. And Am I going to be in it? Yeah. You're going to be in series two a lot, no. apparently. Fat Sal. Probably. A few more characters probably get you on Henry VIII um, yeah that was your greatest fucking work <laughs> felt like someone released my granddad out into the fucking studio you just sit there I'm Henry VIII what we're we doing well Paul I to, haven't learnt my lines to be fair I'd just been given the lines and you know he's yeah, anyway so you're blaming Biffo now on this podcast I'm are blaming you? do you know what 
No, you don't have anything. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, that's been Cheap Show for another lovely week. Please enjoy the austerity of austerity. No, that's not a word. Jesus, we really have lost it, man. We really have. We shouldn't have done a recording today. Bye, everyone. Bye. <laughs>